welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Welcome back to Healing at the Speed of Light. I am excited to be here again with you today. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer. So I've spent a lot of my time in my career helping people with chronic pain. And that's exactly what we're talking about today, providing non-drug therapies for chronic pain patients. And how well does that work? And why do we do that? Because on the surface, at least, medication seem like a pretty great answer for chronic pain. And when I say chronic pain, we're talking about pain that doesn't go away, that has been there for at least three months and has become a real factor in limiting someone's quality of life. So why do we not do meds? Why are medications potentially bad? They seem like a very easy option. Hey, you take something once, twice, maybe three times a day. Um, they seem to work pretty fast. I mean, you take something and you expect to feel better within about 15 minutes, right? Also, they're cheap. You know, if it's something over the counter, then in a lot of cases, it's just not that expensive. And if it's something you get by prescription, then in many times, or in many cases, I should say, the cost of that medication is covered by insurance plans, at least partly. So many medications are quite cheap. And then in a lot of cases, it's the only option that people are given. It's the only thing that doctors will say to do. Oh, you've had back pain for three months and we don't know why. Well, have these medications. It'll go away. Maybe. It'll help. And, and in a lot of cases, this starts a very long cycle of medication use followed by more medications for the side effects of the initial medications. And there's really just no getting off that train. I think at this point, a lot of people understand that medications are often not the best option. Uh, but let's look at the data. Let's look at what the studies really show because we have information about drug versus non-drug therapies. And looking at the data is how we're going to be able to come to a real conclusion on drug versus non-drug therapies. And again, this is about patient education. I'm not going to tell you, you know, never use any pharmacological medications, drugs, pain meds, anything like that. That's not what I'm saying here. What I am trying to do is give you the information so that you can make the decisions about your particular situation by being more informed. Because in so many situations, people are just handed a prescription and told, use this, it'll make your pain less, and come back and see me in six months. And that's just not fair. And not to be too harsh on the doctors that use prescription medications for chronic pain, who you know provide these prescriptions for chronic pain, but there has to be more to it than that. And as a patient you have to take your own care into your own hands in many cases. And that means educating yourself on what the options are and what the current data really says. So what we're going to do today, we're going to get into a study from October of 2019. It's titled Non-Pharmacological Treatment of Army Service Members with Chronic Pain is Associated with Fewer Adverse Outcomes After Transition to the Veterans Health Administration. And to simplify that, non-drug therapies for people with chronic pain is associated with less adverse or poor outcomes, right? Now, this was focused on service members, so let's talk about uh, what they did and why. They had more than 275,000 Army service members with chronic pain. 
And this is a good group to look at because they can have a lot of follow-up with these particular individuals and because this is a group of people with a large amount of chronic pain diagnoses. So 29 to 44% of active duty service members reported chronic pain after deployment to conflict zones and 48 to 60% of the Veterans Health Administration primary care patients reported chronic pain. And we know, they say, that chronic pain is a well-established risk factor for suicide ideation and suicide attempts, as well as for opioid use disorder and opioid-related overdose. So they were able to study hundreds of thousands of people with chronic pain uh, as they you know, came back from deployments and as they went into the Veterans Health Administration to track and see how these folks performed when they were offered medications versus when they were offered non-medication therapy. And non-medication therapies were defined as acupuncture, chiropractic care, massage, laser therapy, exercise therapy, osteopathic, spinal manipulation, and a whole bunch of other things. Traditional physical therapy, I mean, bracing even for the lumbar spine, all kinds of different therapies, all of them centered around the fact that they were non-invasive, non-pharmacological therapies. Now, the reason they wanted to do this study was because we already had data showing that in facilities where non-drug therapies were more common, then patients were less likely to start long-term opioid treatment because they say here that if non-drug therapies are used to manage chronic pain in addition to or instead of opioids, this may not only have an effect on pain and functional status, but also on adverse outcomes that are associated with chronic pain and opioid use, such as substance abuse and drug overdose and self-inflicted injuries. And so they pooled the data from all these service members together, and it turns out that the active duty service members with chronic pain who had non-drug therapies were at significantly lower risk for new onset alcohol and drug use disorders, also for poisoning with opioids or related narcotics, barbiturates or sedatives, uh, less at risk for suicide ideation, as well as self-inflicted injuries, including suicide attempts. And that is a big deal. When we're talking about veteran suicide being such a major problem, we're looking at 18 veterans a day that kill themselves, right? That are lost to suicide. So if we can do something within the military health system and the veterans health system to minimize this suicide problem alone, but also to reduce the use of opioids and opioid poisoning, as well as related narcotics, that is a big deal. Also, reducing new onset alcohol and drug use disorders, that is a, another big deal, especially in this veteran community. And I think we can take this information and expand that out to the rest of the population too. To anyone really that is dealing with chronic pain, they're gonna find themselves in this similar situation where you're more prone to have these additional problems of opioid overdoses, overuse of alcohol, suicide attempts. So this is a big overarching idea that by decreasing the drug therapies used for chronic pain and using non-drug therapies instead, you can reduce so many of the challenges that we're facing right now. Now it's not perfect, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. And these researchers conclude that providing non-pharmacological therapies to service members with chronic pain could potentially save lives. 
That's a big deal. Not only can we manage pain better, but it can pay off in actually saving lives. You know, just in 2020, opioid overdose deaths hit an all-time high here in the United States. We lost over 93,000 Americans to opioid overdoses. And a lot of these overdoses are connected to chronic pain and the failure of medications to manage these chronic pain problems. Or the fact that people actually get hooked on opioids for pain, that are prescribed for pain, but then when they are taken off of those medications, find out they're addicted, can't get more medications, and so then move on to other drugs like heroin or fentanyl. And those contribute to this opioid overdose issue that has become such a big problem. As a matter of fact, if you keep up with the news at all, you've probably seen the headlines, at least, on the $4.5 billion settlement for the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma, where they were shown to have been pushing these opioid drugs for pain, specifically at veterans, and lying to doctors about how addictive these medications were, all while creating drugs to help with opioid addiction. That is insanity. That right there should affect our trust of these drug companies that we're uncovering these secrets 20 years later. They have been pushing medications, lying about what they are, and in the background, developing the medications to fight the addictions that they've been creating. It's insane. So what's the real takeaway here? I'll get off my soapbox on that. What, what's our real takeaway? The real takeaway here is that if you are someone dealing with chronic pain, you need to pursue non-pharmacological options. You may still need medications, right? I'm not saying you should never use medications to help manage pain. Medications can play a key role. What I'm saying is you need to check out the non-drug approaches, whether that's, like we mentioned before, chiropractic or physical therapy or laser therapy or osteopathic manipulation. I mean, acupuncture. There are so many other options out there. You need to check those off before proceeding down the road of long-term medication, and opioid medication especially. That can be addictive in as little as three days. So before proceeding down that road, please, please look into non-drug therapies to at least add in with a drug regimen. If you need to be on it, I'm not saying you should feel guilty about that. What I'm saying is take the non-pharmacological route seriously because not only can it work, but it can save people from a whole host of other problems like suicide, dependency, and drug and alcohol abuse. If you have questions on this, please send me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you want to look at this study, it's very strongly worded. We'll drop a link to it in the show notes there. And keep listening. Keep educating yourself. Look out there at what is available. And if you're not sure, check out a Laser Therapy Institute clinic. You can go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. Find out if there's a LTI clinic near you. That will be on the our clinics tab on our website. You can look there, find out if you've got anybody near you. And then again, please, if you have questions, shoot me an email. I'll be happy to chat with you. Info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. And I hope to see you back here next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. 
Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.